Kings continue to cough it up in their own zone. Robinson for Tuck with a quick shot. He scores. What a pass by Robinson to Tuck who buries it. And the Sabres have the lead at 4-3 with 14-11 to go in the third period. One of your moments of the game brought to you by Firth Jewelers. For all the moments in your life, go forth to Firth. The Sabres win. We'll talk to Paul Hamilton about it at 7.30. They win, comeback win. The Kings had a 3-1 edge, and the Sabres beat them. Todd McClellan said the game was in a, was embarrassing, and then Drew Doughty called out teammates and said there are too many players worried about their own points as, appo- mm. as opposed to wins. So trouble in paradise for the Kings. They have lost, I think it's uh, 9 of 11 now. Yeah. So it's not going well for them. Jeremy and Joe talking with you about the Jim Harbaugh news. It's the news of the day. We're waiting for, what, Belichick to go to Atlanta if it ever happens. But here's Harbaugh to the Chargers, who have a franchise quarterback who's very good. And other than that, they've been a disappointment. So Harbaugh to the Chargers with Justin Herbert. I like the point you made about, and a few have made this on Twitter, you know, he's kind of a CEO. And how many how many coaches in the NFL are like that? Is, uh, Tomlin is called that, I've heard is, before. Is, was Pete Carroll one of those? Yeah, yeah, Pete Carroll, Pete Carroll, Tomlin, and is that is that John Harbaugh too? I don't know. I'm thinking of maybe I don't want to just do guys that don't call their own plays, you know. But that's that's something that the thing I've heard about that reason that that's been described about Tomlin is that he's not really involved in game planning during the week, which is why he's been called like more of a CEO. So he just shows up and tells them to punt. I, I guess, I guess. I don't know if it's going to be like that for uh, for for Jim Harbaugh. How is he with all that stuff, by the way? Harbaugh, it's a great question. I don't that I don't know. Yeah. Twitter pull up we've got is the Chargers now have a better coach than the Bills. You can vote on that on Twitter. You can give us a call. You can defend Sean McDermott. You can say the Chargers have a better coach. You know, we're open to it. Whatever you want. He does cheat. Harbaugh. Yeah, it's worth it's worth mentioning. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how I'll do it here. <laughs> but he'll he'll find a way. Three. Mike, Mike Freeman from USA Today, by the way, writes, it's only a matter of time before Jim Harbaugh wins a Super Bowl with the Chargers. Would you bet he's going to win a Super Bowl with the Chargers? That's a good question. He's going to be there. He's 60. So. His, his job is definitely tougher by being in the, the Chiefs division. Yes. You know. Very. It's not a division you can just walk to. All right. So. I guess the other two teams kind of stink, right? Which helps a little bit, I guess. But it, it doesn't matter. The Chiefs are there. The Chiefs are there, and you've got to get by them. And the Chargers have played the Chiefs close in the last few years, but they just lose to them all the time. Mm-hmm. The thing I wonder about the Chargers now is, you know, as you point out the CEO thing, Harbaugh, you don't have to like him. I got a tweet about his personality. That's why he left San Francisco. The guy right. gets results. Everywhere he's gone, he's got results. And he got hired because, you know, you're not – paid to be a nice person you're not paid to get along with the owners maybe the owners of the chargers are like hey we don't even care which if you're you know not nice to be around go ahead right we'll get out of your way they're also the chargers you know like right they are they'll 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 take anybody i bet that can get them back to any form of respectability versus you know but the the niners had gone on that run and then what is it jed york there like they've they've got there that's a respectable organization If, if you're behind the scenes just acting like a jerk every day for like three years you know that might be an organization where you could see it not 
you know, not lasting as long as it would with the Chargers, who might just do whatever you want. But Harbaugh took Stanford from four and eight his first year to twelve and one. Mm-hmm. Then he took Michigan from perennial good, but not winning enough, not ever beating Ohio State. Right? That was yeah. Yeah. Ohio State. Honestly, how how similar is this? Ohio State is now the Chiefs for him. Hey, we're in this team's division. And Chiefs we, are now Ohio State. You uh, mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, now you've got to get by that team that we never get by. And he looks at that and says, like, I did it with the Buckeyes. I'll do it with the Chiefs. That's what he did with Michigan. Mm-hmm. They won a couple in a row, and then they get up all the way to the national championship, and he can walk away, say, job's done, and go, like you said, as you told the story in the first hour, about how he's, he was always going to go back to the NFL. Now he gets to try and, all right, let me – Lift this franchise by their Ohio State and all the way to the top. Vic and Amherst. Hey, Vic, good morning. Hey, guys, good morning. How you doing? Good, good. Good. Here, here, here's my observation from a 32-year season ticket holder, been to three Super Bowls. I remember in the glory days when the Bills had a tough loss, uh, Tally, Bruce Smith, Tasker, Jim Kelly – Right into the mic, right to the microphone, cameras in their face. You could just see the agony in their voice. You've got paper tiger leadership on this team. I don't mean Josh. I don't mean Knox. Guys like Diggs, guys like Von Miller, they get their butts whipped on Sunday. No comment from them after the game. They're out the door. Locker cleanup. They're nowhere to be found. Not one comment. Where is the leadership, not only them, but where is the leadership with McDermott and Bean to allow this? This is ridiculous. All the cap money tied up with these guys, and they don't have the courtesy to the fans and the other players to face the music, and we wonder why we don't win. Uh, the, media, the print media in this town is so weak. They don't call, the, they don't call, call them on this. That's ridiculous. I think the print media does call them on it, and I mean, it really comes down to what bothers you and what, what you know. And what does face the music necessarily mean? Answer, answer like, questions about losses. Listen, the, like this point is not okay. lost on me. I guess it, it comes down to how much you care about it. And me, I'm, I don't. And I'm, I'm not telling you you shouldn't, you know, these – the print media, the radio media. I mean, it's print, it's Sal, it's TV to get these guys after. I mean, do you, here's what I would ask about that to, to your point, Vic. And th- thanks to the phone call is I've, I've come to lean on this statement a lot. Leadership's in the eye of the beholder. What's more leadership to stand there and answer questions and say, you're sad and tell people how sad you are or to bust your butt all off season, be ready to go. Like what's true leadership. Hmm. Because we do this a lot. If you call out, you, how often do you hear someone say, I just want someone to throw someone in a locker, someone to be mad, someone to show they care. And then if they do, it's like, wow, look at this guy calling out his teammate. Mm. It's all being, in, uh, being a me guy. Sure. It it's said. all, yeah. it's leadership is in the eye of the beholder. Josh Allen, not a criticism here. He, he does what he needs to do. What does he say about his offseason? He unplugs, goes away, doesn't throw a football, doesn't. Right. Doesn't stay in shape. He said last year that the <laughs> trainers would be mad at him for the shape he's in. Like, don't mm-hmm. tell the trainers about this. He goes and plays a lot of golf, and he gets away from football. Yep. Fast food. Yeah. yeah. He talked about that. Yeah. Some guys, 
stay in peak form all year and never get out? Which one's the better leader? It depends what you think. Leadership's in the eye of the beholder. So it's a different world. If Stefan Diggs or any of these guys wants to get a message out to the fans, he has the ability to post it. Mm-hmm. He can send a message. He can make it cryptic. He can write a big, long – he can art- write an article in the Players Tribune. I have <laughs> – like, whether it's Deion Dawkins in the tri- Players Tribune or uh, LaShawn McCoy did something like that. These guys have their own – media worlds if they want to tell you what they think they will and i don't expect it to be a popular opinion especially with a lot of my colleagues that do hard work in the reporting world so i i feel bad to say it but i don't really care i don't care that Diggs left last year i don't care that he left this year if josh allen had not spoken to the media after the game i mean it wouldn't bother me and the main reason is we are allowed to just kind of say what we think about what they're doing. And if they want the microphone, it's there for them. If Diggs wanted to speak, he could talk today. And if he doesn't want to, well, then, and this is part of the point here, Vic, then you're free to make that judgment and he's not responding to it. You know what I mean? You can mm-hmm. say he's a bad leader. By not doing that, he's running the risk of people thinking that. And if he's cool with that, then what am I supposed to do? So, I don't know. I've got stories of those Bills teams going out and partying the night before the Super Bowl. Did they answer the music after the game? What's the good leadership, right? Mm. They partied all that week is the story. Yeah. Did they speak to the media afterwards? That's that's a story that gets told, right? I it's don't a know story. Norwood was, but Norwood said. I always hear about how Norwood sat for like 40 minutes after, the, after yeah. that game ended. Do you need it to see him anguish? Yeah. Is, I mean, is that what you want? Sometimes I feel like a lot of this stuff is performative. Yeah, I, because, I agree with this. Because people it, don't... like. What does McDermott ever say after a game? He faces the music because he has to. What does he ever really say? They lost to the Chiefs, and he said, we're going to learn from it, we're going to grow. I mean, is that the leadership and accountability that really matters? Or is that just, all right, get out there, answer your 10 questions, and get out of here? You know, again, like not, not to be critical, just to... It's maybe a sad reflection of how things have gotten in this way but I, I don't I don't dwell on it I don't think I don't pretend to know what you know what all of this really is like behind the scenes where it really matters right because McDermott can get up and say whatever he wants in front of the media but in terms of what the players believe to be leadership none of that will matter to them that's right you know uh, regard you know unless there's like some overt obvious like I thought Stefan Diggs was terrible today you know, like he can't dropping that football. He let us all down. You know, like if, if he did that, you know, then that would be different. Right. But you don't hear that ever. So what happens in the locker room and in the meeting rooms is to me more of all the stuff the caller's asking about. And we don't get to know that except for, you know, the 20 plus sources that Tyler Dunn talked to during the season. And that's where I'd have my question marks. But that's the only place I'd have my question marks because everything else is guesswork. Yeah. Thanks, Vic, for the phone call. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just, it's a different world. We've got this point about the Sabres. They lose a game and guys are out of the locker room. It's Whether it's this generation of athlete, and I don't even say that as a, as a negative. The reality is they don't need the media the way that they used to. They have their own media. That being said, if Diggs does send a cryptic tweet out, uh, or a tweet at all at any point, isn't it going to be like, oh, here we go. That depends. I, I don't. I don't want that to happen. But 
you as a person, can, well, you can decide whether or not you want to care about it. Well, that's what I mean. Like last year, a lot of people chose to care about it, but didn't they choose to care about it because he was demonstrative in the playoff game against the Bengals and then didn't stay in the locker room after? Right. Diggs, I don't think, cares about that. You know, he's kind of made it clear he doesn't care, you know, what people think about that. But he didn't do that this year. So are we, are we just not, are, can we not play the, he tweeted, you know, about anything. Could be about pretzels, and he just <laughs> oh, what does he mean by this? He did tweet about pretzels last year, didn't he? Wasn't it pretzels? I'm pretty sure there's or a- was it uh he tw- he tweeted about the uh, chocolate chip cookies that the DoubleTree gives out. Oh, that's right. Yes. Did he also tweet about pretzels? I, I think there was remember. a pretzels tweet. He and hasn't he- tweeted in a while, by the way. I did just check during this conversation. Uh oh, what does the silence <laughs> mean? What does the silence mean. Meanwhile, in Dallas, you got some drama. Oh, some social media drama. Yeah, Dak's yeah. mom is arguing with wow. Micah Parsons' brother. Yes. And Dak, yeah. CeeDee Lamb's mom wants Dak gone. Yeah. No. 803-0550. Jeremy and Joe, thanks for the phone calls. Sean Stepner joins us top of the hour. Preview Ravens Chiefs. And I, I, maybe I should be not saying this. We're all rooting for the Ravens, right? I'll ask you yes. that. I'll ask Josh that just to make sure. 803-0550. Jeremy and Joe on WGR.